0: Welcome. Welcome. How goes it? Um, I know how to say that in two other languages. Uh, I'm not going to do that now, but I hope everybody's doing really well. This is a weekly games chat. Uh, my name is Sean. This is, uh, you know, we we call this the greatest podcast that ever existed, like of all time about video games. Let's just be honest. We're humble. You know, we're just three guys, you know, doing the dream about podcasting and stuff. <laughs> what an intro sean this is episode 361 thank you for joining us if you've done so on twitch.tv that would be of course at weekly games chat we are live you could see us you could interact and you could weigh in on the show live if you wanted to do that if you just downloaded it and you, you want to do that that's fine too thank you for that um without further ado though let me introduce everybody else um uh, you know properly and whatnot uh returning to his form in a button-up shirt um one of my favorite people on this planet, even though he just left the Discord room on me uh, because he hates me. His name is John. And uh, I'd like to say hello to John and welcome him officially. I hate you? That's that's a joke. I say that loosely. It's kind of a term of endearment, really. It's true.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, funny thing. Humble people would never claim to be humble.
0: Yeah, you say that every time, and it makes me want to literally put your head through a wall. But it's fine. It's fine. You know, hungry people say they're hungry, John. You know, <laughs> that is it's hilarious, but it
1: doesn't make any sense.
0: It makes it does not tie together at all. But it is fine. It's probably fine. <laughs> it's good. Uh, prior to us going live, ladies and gentlemen, uh, another thing happened, and that was our our pal Chris tightened up our our uh, our levels. Um, I'm not seeing John's video frozen. Uh, thank you, Peg, for pointing it out. I think he just didn't move and that dog has not moved in forever.
2: No, it froze uh, for but, a second. I fixed it.
0: Oh, you fixed it? It did freeze. Hey, thank, that's good looking out. And and once again, that's a, that's a shameless plug for Twitch TV. They get to see us and see John frozen. So where are you at? Uh, but you just heard him. That's Chris. Chris is the man uh, that was here from day one. And he also currently, like I just said, made John and I sound Okay-ish. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I think that's.
2: I'm going to put that in the description for the show. Tune in weekly to hear three guys talk about video games with okay-ish sound.
0: Okay, I mean let's let's be honest. The world's most okay is sound on the world's greatest podcast about video games. Um, Heg, Heg himself just waited on Twitch. I like this term too. Happily mediocre. You know what I mean? Just just uh, we all right. You know. Let's be honest. Uh, this is the intro portion of our show. Uh, and as as a recent tradition has been, we kinda like to say what we've been doing this week, what, what we've been getting into. Um I uh, I I'm Chris is gonna talk about something and and mine I'm gonna I just wanna say thank you to anybody who's helped me reach this. Uh recently I personally got to reach affiliate status on Twitch. That made me very happy, and there were some people that you know, are there all the time. They help me out. I appreciate that very, very much more than you'll ever know. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the the flame to Chris real quick because I was like, Hey Chris, what do you want to talk about in the beginning? Uh and that's like my uh uh yeah, that's that's terrible. But he said I, I don't I didn't do anything. I just watched this and I was like, Well talk about that. If you watched it, it was good,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I don't know why I've never watched Brooklyn 999, but, uh, finally this weekend I was just sitting around and I think I had seen a clip or two pop up recently on YouTube. So it put me down that rabbit hole of finally going like, let's watch this. Cause there's no reason why I wouldn't like it. I knew I would probably like it. It's got Andy Sandberg. I've always enjoyed him. Terry Cruz being Terry Cruz. Um, and then just good supporting characters all around. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's, that's basically all I did this weekend. It's a fun, it's a fun show. It's, it's definitely a procedural, you know, like classic sitcom, you know, type thing. No laugh track, of course, but, you know, just, hey, here's 20 minutes and 99% of the time the problem gets wrapped up and there's love triangles and everything else, but it takes place in a, in a, uh, police station and, uh, very much features very, very much in the vein of Andy Samberg comedy. You know, he's a cop whose allies is uh, John McClane. That's all he wants to be is John McClane. (laughs) And of course he gets into uh, antics with his uh, new boss. Who's the captain of the, of the uh, nine nine. And of course he is like straight line, you know, no nonsense type person, but you know what? Even though he's got a hard exterior, There's a heart of gold behind that exterior too. So people learn things, they progress. I have to say, if there's one thing I would uh, tell people to check out, if they just want one interesting type of episode, every year on Halloween, they do a big heist thing where there'll be an item that people need to try to grab it from everyone else. And it leads into some great antics and shenanigans. Uh, Just a fun time. So if you're looking for something to binge, there's like eight seasons of it. So go for it
0: yeah if you're wondering i I think i've heard that show before yeah like christian said it's out there it's a thing Mm -hmm. you can watch it uh so yeah the the affiliate thing was like my point five of my intro i also wanted to say i'm excited to hopefully try um have you guys ever heard of this it's called a mississippi pot roast yes so you have you have heard of this i'm gonna try it hopefully The, um, the wife, uh, Mm. uh, she's going, she's going to, you know, do a grocery run and I told her about it and she was like, uh, no, it's got those things in it. And I was like, you don't understand. From what I hear, you don't have to eat those things. If you want to, you can eat around them, but the flavor adage to it. Uh, so, and you you hear Chris chiming in he's like, no, it's, it's legit. So the Mississippi, uh, pot roast it's like your other pot roast. You can throw in a, um, you know, what is that called? I'm, I, just, I was going to say warmer. I'm Crockpot. I was going to say warmer. Uh, but you put the roast in there. You put some ranch in there, some butter, maybe like some, I think some onion uh, soup mix or something like that, or some au jus, and you just kind of let it cook. The People add more stuff. Also, the thing I'm missing out the most is the pepperoncinis. Uh, if you've ever had like Papa John's pizza, those things that are in, on the side right there, you just put those in there, isn't let it, it cook on slow all day.
2: Isn't it like a thing of – um like Hidden Valley Ranch packets or something yes. like that. Yeah. Yes.
0: So it's the powdered
2: ranch. It's yeah. not like, you know, like ranch.
0: <laughs> I, it so it's sh-
2: powdered ranch. Is it good though? On paper, you would not think this works, but I don't know what happens in those eight <laughs> hours of of slow cooking. But yeah, it is delicious. My mom you know she's made pot roast forever but then someone suggested this and now she rotates it you know she's got her traditional style and she'll do this too because it's it's just good stuff everyone I, i've never known a person to try it and come back with a a bad review i would I, my my goal would be to have just now
0: introduced to that somebody uh that doesn't live in the states maybe they don't hear the term mississippi a lot uh and they try it you can you can you can use the google it can show you different recipes, but what we just said was in it. And it's that thing you just throw it in there, and it's slow-cooked all day. And then at dinner time they say you just add it with potatoes or rice. I don't know what y'all do with the uh, the family. Um, I just I hope she gets it. That's what I'm bringing to the table. I'm excited to I try it, and I hope she gets the stuff for it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I hope so. Um, John, you wouldn't believe it, but I kept getting asked the question, have I bought a bidet yet? And that was your fault. Um, I have not bought a bidet, but I wanted to see if you had anything that you wanted to bring up, whether it be an update on a bidet or anything else you can think of. If not, it's okay.
1: Well, I um <laughs> past few days, I've been slightly disappointed with my bidet. Oh. What happened? Like, like I always double-check it to make sure... <laughs> Take, wait, like wait. A, take, been- like a, take like a sanitary wipe and yeah you know clean up afterwards because you're still dripping water <laughs> from the thing and you know i check it and you know and make sure everything got taken care of but every once in a while it's like tiny little spots show up on the you know on the sanitary wipe so there's that but but i got to see over the weekend the movie that beat Lightyear in its second week of release and that is Jurassic World Dominion. Oh boy. It was fine. It was fine. The only problem I had with it is the last 5 5 seconds of the movie and I won't spoil that. But it was dinosaurs doing what dinosaurs do when people are involved. Rah! And I went back and and I went and I went back at, and watched uh, the original Jurassic Park and then Lost World. And um they're they're every bit as silly as this one. I just whatever. It's it's good stuff. It's all good. Very entertaining. It's completely worth a matinee if you want to go see it. Um, but it actually, what surprised me about the movie is it came in first place in its second week. I didn't expect it to do that, so it just proves that right now in for for the summer Hollywood movies, there are there is room for multiple hit movies at the multiplexes right now. Yeah. Just not Lightyear.
0: Well, that's that's sad. Every if you know me from a from a Disney fan standpoint, you know Lightyear is like up there for me. Like Buzz Lightyear, love yeah. Buzz Lightyear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm hearing that Lightyear is, is just kind of like, it's good. I'm hearing it's good. But it's yeah. fine. Wait, you saw Lightyear and yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park without me? I, didn't see, I ain't going yeah. to go see
1: Lightyear. I do not go see Pixar movies anymore. I just don't care. He I'll see him on Disney+. Plus. To me, Pixar is what is what Disney Plus is for. Hmm. He's not
2: the last long is john one, super
1: old manny today no the last one i saw in theaters was um chris you know the you're, you're a pixar guy um what's the one with the emotions inside inside i think out. that's the, yeah I think, dude i think that's the one i think that's the last one i saw in the theater Louis black really anger was hilarious yeah, yeah. i was like yeah i can't do this anymore
2: well, that was about a teenage girl's emotions. I can see why you possibly checked out on that one. John doesn't like the Pete Doctor ones, because I don't think he really loved Up that much either, if I recall. What?
1: what? No, 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 no. no. Uh, Up is my favorite one. Uh, what? Yep.
2: I absolutely. Think, I don't think he directed, but I think he helped produce um, Soul. Because Burgess, Burgess, wherever he is,
1: Burgess is Doug, Chris. Oh, Yo, yeah.
0: You know Doug, that. Yeah. <laughs> And if you forgot, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just to remind you: Burgess is John's real life dog, mm-hmm. um, who's like the dog Doug. And up,
1: my name is Doug.
0: I don't, my I don't, and I could is. be wrong. Can you guys recall a moment um, in a in a Disney Pixar movie where they lead off in the intro montage
2: of like death mm-hmm. oh, and instant love.
0: sadness? <laughs> that one got me so I don't remember from the jump getting me like that.
2: I just remember all of us going for free because of our, our Employment, corporation. Yeah. yeah. That we work for had a partnership. So we all got to go see it like what, like the weekend before I think it came out and this whole entire theater with families and children. And you could just feel the hearts breaking for 400 people <laughs> in the course of 10 minutes as you watch this silent montage of a, of a montage. couple's life but it is a great of what
1: memory. of what is of what's life
2: up the uh opening oh. yeah so did you even watch the movie john jokes i love you? you yep yeah he suppressed yep. he suppressed that part because that was the emotional part he likes the dog <laughs> part that's why he didn't like inside <laughs>
0: uh inside was i watched it because i have a daughter so I, I get you there john and i was exposed to a lot of isi- inside like toys and she was completely obsessed with inside for a little while. And then it went on to whatever was next and eventually frozen won everything or vice versa. Vicey, versa. vicey, no. versa. Yeah. <laughs> vicey. <laughs> uh, but once again, hello to everybody in the chat. This has been the intro segment portion of this show. Uh, I think we're good to kind of leave it here. I think.
1: Let's just, uh, let's just leave it here.
0: You want John's? John is John has spoken, and we're gonna just leave it here. You know,
2: this might be the like, shortest intro in like three years. By the way, the what the this, worst intro? Or the no, shortest? no, no, shortest. shortest, Okay, I heard
1: yeah. worst. I'm like,
0: nah,
2: it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> we talked about Up bad. and Inside Out bidet failures. <laughs>
0: yeah, in Brooklyn Nine I, I think that's right in the vein of what is expected in intros. Oh, uh, I, I, I will say I
1: watched the first episode of The Boys.
0: Oh, for this new like season? The first ever
1: episode? No, hmm. no, no. The first episode of the latest season.
0: Okay. I really I hope... Uh,
2: I really I just hope-
1: can't. <laughs> I can't do this anymore, man. <laughs> too far. Too far. I can't do it anymore. Not too far. Uh, I just can't.
2: I'm just Did- saying that <laughs> if Ant-Man had just flown up Thanos'... Um, well apart they could have ended this whole entire thing like if thanos had a richard chris that's how you say it yeah ant-man wins (laughs) i think so
1: you can't use you can't use urethra in a sentence
2: richard's better yeah Yeah, richard's better and for that we would call it the richard shaft
1: (laughs) but i i didn't even finish that episode I was like, yeah, I got to go play Sniper.
2: <laughs> you should finish it. I, I have to say five weeks in. I think this has been their best season so well, far. You know, you, hey, John, this, gonna is gonna be
0: be, this is going to be This is going to be, this is not often I do this. Okay. I'm going to on, on a recorded sound audio situation. Agree with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the boys is amazing.
1: So let me ask you, uh, Sean. Yeah. I'll keep watching it. Uh mm-hmm. since you believe it is, I, I will keep I will keep watching it. That but hurts. I don't <laughs> from a Twitch perspective, you guys both understand I just show up and I just happen to be on Twitch. I don't know anything about it. I don't I don't really I mean I have a Twitch in my left knee right now, but that's about it. Totally different mean, Twitch. Right. What right. happens when you are verified on Twitch or whatever it so, is you just
0: said? Um, oh, so when when you go live on Twitch, if you choose to want to do this, um you know, at any rate you want to do it very, very minimal or go all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have different tiers, different levels that you can attain within the Twitch. Um, you know, within Twitch, the first mm-hmm. step is affiliate. And there are some milestones you have to hit from a viewer standpoint, from a follower standpoint, hours logged. Uh, and then the next tier up is where you want to be. And I, I I don't think I'm going to get there. And that's called a partner. I may get there. You so never know. So you're an affiliate. I'm an affiliate and, and before Chris, when Chris you, was, uh, when he was, when he had this channel that we're currently broadcasting on hmm. uh, as his channel, I believe he too was an affiliate because he had met those milestones. Yep. When we decided to make it our weekly games chat channel, we've kind of halted that to make it just the streaming platform for the show.
1: But what do you have to do to become an affiliate? What's that mean? I it, everything I just
0: outlined. It's,
2: what is you didn't it? outline it, anything. I said that you got you gotta, you gotta to, log a
0: certain amount of hours. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a lot of hours. Okay. You got to do it for a certain amount of days in a month. Uh, you got to have people that have followed you.
2: I think because they oh, can't subscribe to you. It's How many 50 followers. followers do
0: you have now? How many do I have right now? At least yeah. 50.
2: <laughs> I'll,
0: <laughs> I'll go tell do. you right now.
2: Yeah. It's basically 50 followers. I think you have to have at least two concurrent, an average of two concurrent uh, viewers per stream. See you I'm making this
1: conversation more interesting?
2: I
0: have 81 followers right now. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So I, I hit that milestone a, a while, but then I forget what, I think it was just hours of streaming that I didn't log. 81
1: uh, is about how many I have on OnlyFans.
0: <laughs> it, well, you're about to have 82
2: if I find out you have 80 OnlyFans. of those are <laughs> me. Wait, what? 80 of you, those are you. <laughs> <I> tell, <laughs> that's creepy, Chris. <laughs> Take it off or forget, Jared. Get that's back so in the hot tub.
0: Somebody I saw I thought about us because mm-hmm. I saw somebody with the gas prices being what they are in America, uh, maybe all over the world too. eighty one
1: dollars um, a gallon. <laughs>
0: uh, but somebody I got to find the meme. Maybe I'll post it in our discord. See how we just plugged our discord. Uh, but it basically says they're now fixing to start OnlyFans feet pics and they need gas money or something like that. It was hilarious. That would I thought I have, of us. I have nice feet. I, I don't I don't I don't think I, I have cute feet, but I don't have nice feet.
2: I don't know if for the target audience, guys, for the uh, feet stuff. I think uh, you need a different set of chromosomes for for that audience.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go and say I don't have feet that are gonna make any dollars on the OnlyFans. Maybe you don't have maybe. hobbit feet, right, John? No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> my Shire. I'm going to start my Shire feet only fans.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, that would be fantastic. Oh, that's good stuff. But uh yeah, thank you so much for downloading wherever you've downloaded from. And if you've listened to the intro, you know we appreciate you. And shout out to our folks who showed up on twitch.tv to hang out with us and, and see this thing happen. This has been the intro portion of today's segment. once again, episode three hundred and sixty one. And before you know it, I think we're gonna talk about a topic because that's what we do next, right, Chris? in theory. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you so much. We have arrived to... Uh, our official Topic Time segment uh, of this week's episode 361. Um, if you joined us from our beginning journey uh, from our intro to now, thank you so much for that. Of course, if you just can write to the Topic Time because it interests you, uh, welcome no matter what. We're all here together, and we appreciate that. Uh, before we get started on it, I did want to just remind everybody this past Sunday was Father's Day, so I hope everybody had a nice Father's Day. I know I did. I forgot to mention that in the intro. and. uh Shout out to all the dads out there, even if, uh, you know, that's where you think of a dad as a guy. I know some of them got some single moms out there that do the mom and dad job. So shout out to all the dads. Hope it was a great holiday for you. Uh, but I now will shut up because uh, before we topic, Chris has to do a thing to officially introduce the topic. So what's up, Chris?
2: The topic is. Sniper Elite Bye.
0: Nice. I like it. Uh, yeah, we uh, we collectively saw this game. It was on our radar and I got excited and the boys reminded me, Sean, you like sniper games and it's coming to Game Pass. <laughs> Which was good, so that's my initial reminder to tell you that this game is on Game Pass if you decide to do it, which is kind of cool. Before we get into everything, though, uh, I know I played it. John's playing it, and I think Chris even dabbled in it. So you're gonna have a perspective, right? Uh, It it, just a little bit is fine. You still get the perspective of of things. Um, So yeah, thoughts, prayers, anything before we? No, no, fine.
1: I thought we were. Uh, talking about another game. Sorry.
0: Did you think this week was the turtle game?
1: No, I wasn't. Sure. <laughs> I was like, well, I, I, I didn't. I was reading all the text and I was like, I don't know if we really ultimately decided, but I get, think we probably did. But if they talk about this game, I'll be ready for it. No big deal.
0: Yeah, we're fine. It's Every, fine. Fine. So, so not Bioshock. Okay. Not though. That was that was the joke. You're on so, a plane. In the Atlantic. <laughs> so you crash underwater.
1: Uh and it's the I, worst game
0: ever that John ever I'm, let Sean borrow for six years. Look,
1: I I smoke crack. <laughs> <So>. clipping. <laughs> I looked direct look, I looked directly at the camera when
0: I said it too, so that's uh that's bold. <laughs> oh that that makes me happy. But, uh, yeah, to get the Sniper Elite 5, ladies and gentlemen, there was at least four other ones, right? Uh, there's probably like five of them if you count the VR. And, and speaking of the VR, that's the last one I played. Uh, and I think that's the last title we discussed on this podcast.
1: Was Sniper Elite VR Sniper Elite 4?
0: No. It was its own game? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, with a different uh, main main guy. Oh, so Carl. you don't
1: play, you don't play as you don't play as Kratos in this game?
0: No, or Carl. Yeah, Kratos Carl is in this game, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this this game is on Game Pass. He he's super. He's got that alpha voice, right? And if you played this series, you know who we're talking about. Of course, that's our uh, sniper Carl Fairburn is his name. Um, and what's cool about this game, even though it's a fifth edition. This is, uh, set in that same setting. It's in French in 19 France. Sorry. In, in the 19, French. It's in, it's in the in French. French. <laughs> it, the whole game's in French, dude. You're going to, you're going to need subtitles. No, I mean, it, it's in the, the French. <laughs> I did it again. It's in <laughs> France. Uh, as a matter of fact, on the cover, you see the sniper elite logo. You see the number five next to it. Uh, and below that, you see the wings uh, of like an eagle in the middle is a triangle with France on it. That's kind of a sniper elite, uh, you know that's kind of what they do if you go look at the other ones but as far as where this takes place it's taking place after the events of what john just mentioned with sniper elite 4 which took place uh around the time frame of sniper elite version 2. so they did some bouncing around with the story and that's because uh they really like to stay in the lane of killing nazis right let's be yeah. honest John, we, I brought you up yesterday because you said that you can, if you throw Nazis in a the game, they're the ultimate bad guy, meaning that no one feels bad about killing them. They're and evil and you you can kill them.
1: That and Zombies, which is, and, and Rebellion uh, Studios dabbles in both. I can't wait because you know they're going to do Zombie Army 5 next year. You know that's coming out next year.
0: It has. Yeah. And you played Zombie Army. You kind of you kind of dug it, dug it good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I personally, you know, I personally think this series is awesome. I think this game in particular is is really well done. I I do want to point out that I talked to Chris uh, yesterday and he kind of noticed it, too. I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but you can tell that this game was made with multiple platforms. And what I mean by that is not just new platforms, It's got, you you can tell that the engine, I think that's what you said, Chris, the same engine was the predecessor's engine. But it's, you know, when a console or an engine gets to the end of its cycle, how good those games
2: start to look. This is kind of how that game looks, if that makes sense. You agree, Chris? Yeah, I wouldn't say like in terms of graphically, it's not like they're trying to push an envelope here. There's, you know, there's no ray tracing or anything like that going on this. Um, You know, even the, the views are not, astronomically long compared to like some other games that i've played but it's something that you could tell hey we've been using this engine for the whole entire xbox one and ps4 uh generation we we made it better we've made it function the best it can and it looks fine for what we need we're not trying to make the world's most realistic game we're trying to give you maybe the most polished version of a sniper elite game that we could give you so far. Um, And what that means is, especially if like you're playing this thing on next gen or definitely on PC, um, it runs like a champ, you know, it it runs really, really good. And it feels very, very fluid in what you're doing. It
0: actually really does. Uh, I'm currently playing it on the series uh, X and and it really highlights uh when it, when you do have a system that can handle things like the Series S can't like a PC probably could. We're talking you know, the the quick resume that it's, Xbox is now famous for, too. It's it's like butter. It, it, if you die, which you will probably die playing this game, you'll have a mission failure. Um, you know, it loads right back up so fast, and that's so refreshing. Cause I feel like we all lived and played on consoles where you die and you're like, all right, here we go. I can go make me a cup of coffee. Or get another drink before the game loads back up. That is not the case here. Um, if you miss the release date, that's that's. I mean, it, it's it's fine. It came out on May 26th, so we're looking at about a month out. Um, which you know, we had some things come up. We had some summer games things that we wanted to talk about. So um, it was it's it's funny. I didn't really get going into this game hardcore, uh, probably until about a week ago. And I found out that the game has nine levels. That's, you know, that makes me happy. I, nine. I <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Chris, for helping me out. Nine. Um, which is, which is great. And, and the thing that they've done, um, with this game, they, they did in Sniper Elite Four, from what I remember. And I think that was kind of newish to how they, they did the levels. But what they did is there's not a lot of levels, nine levels, right? But they're large. And what I mean by that is within each level, You could probably spend a few hours in if you wanted to. Yeah,
2: If you want to go Um, from like left to right, up and down, there's a lot of map.
0: (laughs) There's always, when you start it, there's going to be main objectives and they're highlighted for you. Then then you may stumble upon some like sub objectives. Uh, In the middle of that too, there's always going to be somebody you want to kill. Um, Usually a high ranking like Nazi commander or something like that. And. You know that's that's cool because yeah, I got to be honest, I'm on. Uh, uh, if I said there's nine levels, I'm I'm pretty. Ha- I think I'm halfway through six. But here's the deal: so this game is called Sniper Elite, right? It's the fifth one. This is not called Run and Gun Call of Duty. You know you're Oops. gonna you're you're, <laughs> you're gonna have a not fun experience if you're doing things like setting off alarms. Uh, taking shots when you, when you either don't have a silenced weapon or you're not masked by some other sound that's happening, um, things of that nature, or you're not like really far away from somebody you're shooting your sniper gun with. Cause what'll happen, like on that last example, your mini map, your little HUD, it shows everybody around you and they, they have like these white visions around them, right? So imagine their scope of what they see is white and th- it's color coded. So if you, if someone sees you or thinks they see you or you make a noise, they turn the yellow. That, that's a cautionary thing. So all of your folks will now kind of start going, what was that? They'll turn yellow if you shoot somebody and you don't dispose of their body. Uh, so you got it. You got to, you gotta have a, sorry, you have to have a heightened awareness of your surroundings because in this particular game, there are a lot of Nazis that can make your day really bad. If you happen to make it red, that means they're aware of you. They're considering you in combat mode. And you have to do things like take out the people who think you're in combat mode. Um, Every level has these alarm systems that you'll see this like Carl running straight to. I got to go tell on you I'm pushing the alarm button. If you don't shoot him, then all of a sudden all these alarms and then all of the Nazi army comes looking for you. But it's got it's got really good stuff to hide in as far as terrain. One of the things that some of you guys who maybe have never played this game, but you've played, say, like an Assassin's Creed, our friend Mike kind of reminded me of this when he saw me streaming it. The tall grass, uh stuff like that you could hide from. Uh which is which is kind of cool. You know, you it can kind of the environment really helps you out uh from that standpoint. Uh some of the stuff that they've added, you know, that why would I be excited to play Sniper Elite five? Uh well one, because, you know, it's awesome, right? It's a it's a cool experience. But two um, if you like stealth games, this is going to be right up your alley. Like I just mentioned, because you're considered a sniper. If you run around and do stuff, you know, this probably isn't, if if that's what you really like, the game's not going to necessarily be up to par for you. Uh, but what it did, let me pull this up. So yeah, it, it, it has what they called improvements to the campaign. I kind of read into that and kind of was like, what are you guys talking about? Well, what happened was. You now can customize your weapons. So think of Call of Duty, for example. Uh, think of other shooters where you can add your scope you like, um, you know, the 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 handle you like, anything, all of those types of things. You can even add camo paint eventually. Um, for some of your weapons here. So you can kind of get your custom loadout. I I know uh, I know we know what that term means, custom loadout. It kind of started having those. It really hasn't had that before. Uh, it's got, and it's also, you can, if in the middle of a map, you decide you didn't like your custom, your customization that you brought with you, they have workbenches that you can go to and kind of tighten that up. Um, also, uh, the way you set your weapon up, it actually is affected by, uh, your heart rate which can be elevated by running. So imagine you need to run and stop and shoot. Just like if you are a real person and your heart rate isn't controlled, it's gonna be hard to kind of zo- you know, zoom in and, and do what you need to do. Um, it also added new stuff to these levels. I talked about you being able to hide and weeds and things like that, um, but it added like zip lines, which mm-hmm. are cool. I remember early on I saw a zip line and I said to myself, I maybe even said it out loud, you, I better not be able to zip line down that that zip line and sure enough I went up to it it was you know I think it says hit a to zip line and off I go uh, those are fantastic because when you uh, when you're moving around the level they're great but also it seems like the developer which is rebellion I mentioned that earlier they thought of uh, something because every time you're done with your your uh, your mission, You have to exfiltrate out. And what tends to happen is you go deep into enemy territory and then you got to come back out and find your way to, uh, you know, (laughs) I'm reading chat. That's funny. Acid sugar. Um, He was talking about another situation where your heart rate goes up. But so if you look for the zip lines around you, a lot of times they'll take you where you need to go, but you still they'll, they'll do it in a way where you still need to be a little aware of enemies you never potentially ran into prior to getting to your main, um, you know, your main areas. It also has these slopes. So let's say you start off as as a starting point. Uh, It's kind of kind of like a slope where you can slide down and get to point. If you start on point A, you can get to point B uh, pretty fast. But uh, as far as it's kill cam, you know, that game's it's very it's very famous for its kill cam. And what we mean by that is that you shoot. It's, if you're going to do like a headshot or a kill shot, the camera kind of slows down, follows the bullet and it, it hits whatever part of the body that you shot, you know, uh, f- blowing up their, their faces. You know, I, I even saw some testicles.
1: I, I hit a, I hit somebody in the balls last night
0: <laughs> and that's new. That's considered their new, uh, they're supposed to be more improved and more uh, realistic, if you will. And that's because they're showing the bullets. Like if it hits you the way it bounces around your bones. And Mm. then also if it hits near an anatomy, it actually shows them in more detail. Um,
2: I'd say I appreciate the fact like I've watched a couple of them and I was like, okay, I don't really care about this. Uh, The fact that you can just hit like space bar on PC and it will skip it for you like so it's like if you want that it's there but at the same time if you're just like okay cool that means i got them i can move on you know you can do that as well which is just nice
1: um skipping it is a cardinal sin chris and you should know that
0: i don't need to see uh, balls blow up (laughs) it's cool because they got the kill cam and they know people like it and they know people like create videos of what, how they killed somebody or whatever. They got it to where you can slow it down. You can move around. It's a whole thing that you can kind of edit on the fly. Mm -hmm. If you get into that kind of stuff. What's cool though, is that used to only be like your main rifle that would show the kill cam and this game, they made it where your pistols and your SMGs, um, can show Mm -hmm. a kill cam. If you, if you do something like that.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um,
0: One more addition they added to this game per se, that wasn't in the (laughs) other game was something called invasion mode. Uh, So this is going to be like your your online PvP mode. And when I read up on it, it was like a lot of how from software does their games. Yeah, their PvP's. Uh, That's all I know about it. If you played those games, you know that folks can come in your world and mess you up if
2: you leave that option. on. Oh, as soon as I saw that was an option, it got turned off. I was like, no, no, thank you. I do not want to go through (laughs) a 45 minute level to be trying to exit out. And all of a sudden, you know, here comes a sniper snipes you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, screw that! I'm not here for that. <laughs> that. Yeah, and and what Chris is alluding to
0: is kind of what I was talking about earlier. These these levels they really test your patience. You got to think about what you're doing. Um, I brought up to Chris yesterday. This kind of looks like the game uh, that he likes. Uh, I'm completely drawn a bank. Uh, the Tom Clancy game he likes. Help me out, guys. Let's
2: play yourself. Splinter Cell, yes, yeah,
0: dear lord, it's got some Splinter Cell vibes. But you mentioned some other games that got some vibes too, right, Chris? Yeah, I've I heard
2: think some Metal Gear Solid vibes. I think it, it uh, to me it feels like a blend of Metal Gear Solid Five, Splinter Cell, and um, and Hitman. You know, maybe not the complete freedom to to how you take out people like Hitman gives you, right? Like with the disguises and uh, going, oh, I could poison this person or all that. But like the the ability to. Su- survey your surroundings right and you have multiple options as far as how do you want to approach this do you want to go and look for the area that has sound coverage right and take out your your sniper rifle and do it from there or do you want to be someone who goes up high on a hill with your binoculars and you know scouts out everyone where they're going what they're doing and kind of figure out what you think is the best place to move in and you know kind of do which is the way i've been playing like i'll sit there and come up and there's two nazis one here and i kind of have to time it right where i know when i kill this one nazi the body's gonna be sitting there but it's fine because the air dude's looking over here right now so you know by the time he's turning around i've got him in aimed in my sights and boom they're both down right no one yeah. ever saw me so when you
0: get that, that is a that's a really uh, I, I like that you brought up the double kills because there is a satisfaction to if you if you strate- strategically think about either a grenade throw mm-hmm. or a shot, uh, something along those lines, blowing up this particular, you know, gas thing and you kill multiple in- enemies. You're like, yeah, I thought about that. And that worked, you know, mm-hmm. that's 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 actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm with Chris. I didn't turn on the invasion mode, get mad of that because, man, I would lose my mind if if you go through all that. Um, and I, I noticed in chat, shout out to Punkhead, what's up, man? So, like, you may think of this sniper games test your patience. You and I alluded to that earlier. If you got a play style where you're like, I got to go, I cannot sit still. Um, yeah, this this may be a tougher play for you because I mentioned earlier how aware the enemy is. Um, but by saying like it turns yellow and red, I didn't really allude to it. But they are smart. Sometimes, sometimes though, I feel like. They kind of start to see me, and then just because I drop in a bush, they don't see me no more. It was and just a like, deer.
2: <laughs>
0: but I'm like, in real life, you'd come see me.
2: Yeah, uh, that's but kind of when that's kind of like where it falls short, Mel Gear Solid, right? Like Mel yeah. Solid, they I, I see, see you. See you.
1: Go. Oh, where'd he go?
2: If they see you for two seconds, they're gonna be like, "Huh?" and they're gonna at least start to you know patrol. <laughs> it's like peekaboo with a baby. Yeah, <laughs> it really is like the baby's like, "Where'd you go?" You can't be behind those hands.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but honestly, Punk's not wrong. You could play this game run and gun for the most part if you were just smart about it, right? If you're good at, if you're good with like an AK and you're picking up ammo and you're good with your pistols and things like that, you could, On a lot of, I'm not saying every part, right? There's certain parts you definitely need to be a little bit more careful with, but there are, you know, especially like when you're going to just like little checkpoints, where there's like two or three Nazis there, you could run in, and do it, you know. Yeah, you, you, you need it, to get it, the hell out of Dodge right away because more Nazis are probably coming to look for you. And, <laughs> and, in, it, the, it, and it, in the
1: cut scene, they call you the Shadow, all right. um, sir. He actually just running gunned all his. Yeah,
2: he's like <laughs> he did not
0: Shadow Lancelot mode. <laughs> ha <Ha-ha>! ha. <laughs> yeah, I like that you brought that up because that is this is where I think you see uh, the fact that there had to be focus on like PS4 and Xbox One. You know, uh, because the cutscenes, the end game cutscenes, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know how there's different versions of cutscenes. One is like more of a video cutscene, but one is more of like Carl talking to whoever else. Those look like last gen. The cutscene where they're just doing the highlight of what you did, those look like higher end last gen. Um, but but again, it doesn't take away from the game if if you're into. World War II and, you know, the way that not the Nazi regime was marching and, and this game, particularly you start seeing a lot of Japan flags and stuff. And I think that's going to be hinting to something. I don't want to give any spoilers cause I don't know to spoil. Uh, but you know, DLC. there's that, um, I even brought up to Chris last night that I was getting some man in the high castle vibe. Shout out to Amazon prime and that show, uh, with some of the imagery I was seeing so and and in the vein where you think of the nazi regime in the movies uh like captain america when they had crazy stuff they were working on uh chris say your joke about who we thought
2: we'd see pop up in the game do you Uh, remember red skull he said like (laughs) man i'm getting some captain america vibes i was like so you think red skull's coming i (laughs) think it
0: wouldn't surprise me uh because of the kind of things you're uncovering and stuff but uh Again, it's touted as a tactical shooter uh, with stealth. There is a single player mode and a multiplayer mode. I have not done that. Uh, one thing that I wanted to type, and I hope I can get a picture to to type to, to explain this a little better, uh, is the way you level up. Level up. Uh, let's see if that just pulls it up. Your like skills. That. Yeah, the way you do your skills, there's three main trees. Um, skills. Let's type like that. Like comment.
2: At- stealth and
0: there's it's not really
1: a stealth yeah that's one one thing that that i found odd that the 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 the, 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 i'm stroking out that you couldn't (laughs) there wasn't really an obvious stealth
0: loadout there's not so so when you go into the skills unlock there there's three circles one's green one's blue one's red the green one's considered combat the blue one's the equipment based one and the red one's more of the body. And like within the, for example, the body, it does things like helps you when you unlock it, slow your heart rate down when you run. Think about those kind of things, or giving you extra health. Uh, the equipment does things like lets you carry more frag grenades or, you know, mines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the combat one it makes you more efficient on like if you get shot, your hand doesn't shake as much. Or like, if you kill somebody stealthily, you're able to shake them down and, and kind of go through things they may have on them that you may need, like additional ammo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and I, I want to, I want to pause right here. And you, you mentioned them, but like, I want to remind you guys during this recording, we are live on twitch.tv and we've got a first time chatter who's been a fan for years. Um, and finally saw us. And that is what up to the great cacti if you if you've ever listened you know i think i remember your your twitter handle so we're tying all the things in right now so shout out to you but chris you had something did i i thought you were about to talk and say something i can't remember about the skills
2: <laughs> oh yeah i mean they're good they're fine but they they more seem like perks yeah right? than than actually like changing the gameplay um maybe it would be different if you're going to go into the um If you want to be that true immersion type person, that's all about like, okay, I know that there is a, you know, every 15 minutes this truck is going to come around and it's probably going to take me 15 minutes to uh, get in this building and take out who I need to take out. Right. Where I'm guessing you could time it to have a mine in, in place to make sure they're not an issue for you on your way out um but like outside of that like therefore as you said like being able to have more grenades or mines or something they they really do just feel like perks like i feel like regardless i'm going to approach the level the same that also even looking at like the equipment i was like i don't think there's going to be some attachment i get in this game Uh -uh. that's going to make me inherently better or some gun that's inherently better it's just going to be like oh well this works a little bit better than before you know so
0: and I think you said that perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're more exact everything you just said. I don't want to repeat it, but yes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's exactly that's exactly well said. So, I mean, as you hear me talking, you can tell I definitely like the game. And I think most people who play these kind of games, they like them. They're they're fun and, and, and rebellion likes making them. They made, you know, versions of this game, five of the main story. They made a VR title and then they made a zombie, ar- a zombie army, you know, uh, which is kind of in the same vein. So uh, they're not the best games ever. They got some of their quirks, but I tell you what, running around as, as your sniper, in this case, is being old Carl. Um, it, it's a joy. It's fun, and, and, and the story has been pretty much, it's been really good. I got to tell you guys that the story itself, what you're doing, uh, the way Carl, as you're doing it in the levels, he's explaining like, You know, this is where that person I gotta kill is. This is what I gotta do first. It's it's nice
1: location of the next guy I gotta kill. (laughs) (laughs) That's spot on. on.
0: Quiet. (laughs) (laughs) That's spot on. Uh, But there, and and I gotta say this: most of the time, if you have to kill somebody, most of the time, the payoff is fantastic. There's like a cinematic or a moment where you start. The music maybe changes. You Mm. feel like, oh my god, this is gonna be a big kill. There have been a few over the course of everything I've ever played Sniper Elite where they're kind of, I don't know, meh. Um, an example in this game, there's a there's a person who uh, was given some bad intel. So it's not like he's a super bad German villain Nazi guy. He's just bad intel guy. And we were like, you know what? You're trying to get us killed, so now you got to die.
1: Does this game to you seem like it kind of moralizes... <clears throat> to be careful how i say this because i don't think there's any moral justification but it just seems to m- morally justify not killing nazis because at the end of it you've got this graph and it kind of shows you how you've played the level <laughs> it's like yeah. you you can you can knock out and pacify zomb- uh, zombies uh nazis <laughs> and that's a little weird to me from a gameplay perspective it's like spare the life of the of the nazi as opposed to killing him and most people are prone to just wolfensteining the crap out of them and, and just murdering him i just I, i'm not criticizing it i just think it's interesting how it sort of grades you on how you perform the level almost I, like a dishonored grid um yeah, w- which is also kind of a some some strange similar similarities between dishonored and this because of your ability to go and kind of approach things and dispose of people in ways that you see fit, it's very freedom based. It doesn't it doesn't tell you Correct. to go straight to a target. You can you can go straight to a target if you want to and just end the level like that. Um, but at, at the end of one of the levels, it seemed like I didn't get two out of the three stars because I killed too many people. I wonder, I found found strange, like it's rewarding. It's like that there's a certain level that wanted to reward me for not killing as many Nazis. I just thought it was interesting how they, how they did that.
2: I think that's more than anything, probably pulling from your classic Mel Gear Solid, which is the idea of espionage, right? Really effective espionage. You only take out the target you have to take out and therefore you more so move in the shadows, right? To, um, to accomplish your objectives of course it got a little bit more crazy as you went on in the series where all of a sudden it was like, Hey, now let me just tether these people and take them back to my base. Um, but you know, that seems to always be like a thing, even like Splinter Cell has that cause Splinter Cell, you could have the option if you want to, you can shoot every person you come across or you could, you know, hit them with like Trank darts and all this other kind of stuff and, and put them in places where they just can't be found, you know? Um, yeah, and that, I, I guess
0: that does add an espionage, you know, sneaky. Mm-hmm. And some people are like that. I I don't necessarily hide bodies. I kill everybody I see, John. I can't recall seeing a star taken away from killing too many people. Uh, but I have not got a star on a level or two because I didn't find the, the extra things to do in the level, mm-hmm. if that makes sense because I mean, there are like some collectibles. There, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's stuff for everybody if you like it in this kind of game. Yeah. I was I was about to say collectibles which made me say that statement, but yeah, to your wanna... point, I don't use those fake bullets either, John. The
1: f- <laughs> I don't I'm like I've heard of the fake bullets. I don't remember if I've ever had any fake bullets. Like the ones that simply just pacify the target from with your sniper rifle, right? You just yeah, how does even
2: that bullet not go through a skull? <laughs> how Look, is
1: that a thing? <laughs> Look, yeah. maybe they're just
2: trying to ask you, John, or make you think that, you know, Franz is just a soldier in the German army. It's not that he is, like, going over there. First of all, and, his name is Hans. And Franz. Not Franz.
1: <laughs> no, I'm Hans. I'm no, Franz. The moment
2: that Hans went to Franz, uh, he became Franz. <laughs> Um, right. you know, but, um, no, it, maybe it is kind of putting that point to you. It's like, and it is a interesting distinction out of things to talk about, like where it's like, yeah, just cause you were in the, in the Nazi army doesn't mean that you were part of like the final solution or something. Right. Or, you know, responsible for millions of deaths. How dare you moralize the Nazi?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got, I gotta tell
0: you, I, I don't think, you know, the game is called sniper elite and you've made me think about that chart mm-hmm. and everything I, I tend to do in a level i mean i'm setting off alarms left and right i'm leaving bodies like a maniac everywhere i'm I'm making a mess (laughs) i'm just making a mess in these levels i'm probably the world's most okayest sniper i'm not elite by any but i understand when i hear when i see a sound masking or an opportunity to pop somebody i i don't hold back
2: um the question the question for you two is going to be like when they do the one that's like based in vietnam do you automatically kill everyone there just because they're a part of the North Vietnamese Army are you gonna go with that route or well you- I don't know I mean, the, the 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 series has stayed a lot in the Nazi era yeah the VR title oh. was in
0: Italy mm. this these have largely been in like France and things of that nature I, it'd be interesting to see if they ever if they ever veer off from you know Nazis
2: <laughs> I don't know John's don't dogs know. are really excited about stuff right now yeah, oh, he's it's probably cussing, fine. He's cussing him out. Yeah, he
0: finally watched me make John mad. He finally learned how to mute, so we didn't hear the dogs. And uh, <laughs> he's slow looking at me. <laughs> he wants to hit me with something right now. But yeah, that's that's any questions from anybody um, on something I didn't really cover. I can't think of anything that I didn't cover. Uh, I love. I do got to give you a Richard, and that's still coming up. But I wanted to maybe pause for a second. If y'all got any additives or whatever because i got kind of winded
1: i do i do i do i do
0: i, got, I do. I kind of started rolling i love this series
1: um i would say that the the backdrops the the the, the places they did that, that that they drop you into i need to get my um head examined i'm stuttering a lot
0: <laughs> as we're just getting old af john
1: particularly um, the most notable mission i've been on just from a just from an area is um the, the spy academy. Yeah. That place that place when, when I get dropped into it, I'm like, oh man, this game is flipping beautiful at times. But is that, I mean, I will say the cutscenes and the way that the characters are rendered almost seems like it's almost seems like it's rendered in a style of kind of a bygone era. And by a bygone era I almost mean PlayStation 3, Xbox 360. The way some of the characters yeah. are designed. Um but the game runs nicely. Um it looks beautiful from a aesthetic perspective and the gunplay seems a little aside from the sniping, the gunplay is, is seems a little old school to me. Like the guns don't move very quickly, they're not very responsive like lining up your target. Any other weapon other than a sniper rifle, I kind of have a hard
0: time with shooting. But you know Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, uh i'm only laughing because i was thinking about myself last night i picked up a, a weapon from somebody it is not tuned to any way i like it and that sucker i shoot from like waist level and before i know it i'm shooting the ceiling because it's just yeah. just kickback. i can't aim worth a crap um from i love, le- I love huh? video games i
1: love I, I love the logic of video games it's like in the real world if you have this gun and you're like, man, it doesn't control, So it doesn't control very well. Nobody in the world says, well, put some tape around the handle.
0: Right. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, oh, my this, God. It's so much better. <laughs> this game starts off uh, with all of your settings amped up. So left, right, up, down. It's like fast.
2: And I was like, I got to dial this back a little bit. If
0: like For an example, if it started on 80, I put it like on 30.
2: That's why I went to... Cause I played it originally on the series X and then after about 10 minutes, I said, let me see what this is like on PC with a mouse and keyboard. And I felt a lot more comfortable that way than I ever did with a controller in my hand. Yeah. Hmm. I felt,
1: I felt more comfortable <laughs> with the gunplay on, on PC with mouse and keyboard, mm-hmm. but, but the layout of the keyboard is everything is sort of in weird spots. Um, like, like, if you want to kind of, what is the what is the mode of concentrating to sort of see the enemies around you through walls and things like that? Oh, it's the all, kind of, all to sort of a weird reach for me. Mm-hmm. Um, crouching on control is a little strange to me. That's um, standard, though. Huh?
2: That's standard on mouse and keyboard, for the most part. Mm, okay. Maybe so. Yeah.
0: Impasse alert, impasse alert.
2: Add an um, impasse. What I want for this game... Is I want them to team up with the Bethesda, mainly machine games, and I want there to be a mode where you go through trying to accomplish your objective. But if you don't get it done within 10 minutes, BJ Blazkowicz drops from an airplane and just starts mowing down every Nazi in
0: front of him. I got this.
2: I got this. (laughs) (laughs) Girls, girls, stay over there. Dad's got this. All right. (laughs)
0: come on john see what i did there like bj is like parachuting in
1: looks at carl and goes this was cute yeah (laughs) just lights a cigarette and runs off with
2: like two machine guns
0: (laughs) 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 but uh so how far are you uh sean so if there's nine levels
2: nine i am uh halfway through six fun fact Mm -hmm. when you go nine that's how they say that word in french that's a French. That is how word. they say it in French.
0: They yeah. say it just like that
2: in French. Uh, but part of the reason uh, this is re- this is
0: hundred percent real. Uh, I I could have this game would have been easily waxed and beat. I think because I have Wax- found I'm a, I'm a way better uh, sniper elite player when I can hold a controller. If you guys remember my most recent game, which was Sniper Elite VR, I'm holding the the MetaQuest controllers in my hand, and I'm on this level. I can I still can't beat. And I'm sitting there looking at easy mode and I want to turn it on. And I'm like, then I'll know I turned on easy mode. I can't do it. There's a, there's a
1: level th- the current level you're on, you can't beat.
0: And sniper elite VR. Yes. Oh, VR. Yeah. And sniper elite regular, like five, this game, there's not a level I can't wax.
1: Okay. You, it seemed to be saying, it seems the way I heard it, that all these games are sort of a retelling of the same story. In a sense,
0: not the. It's the same story, meaning Nazis. Yes, <laughs> but there's different events within the war, and different things you got to do. Because I okay. think they 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 busted early and killed Hitler early. I think. Isn't he in this one? I think you can get the DLC to kill Hitler again. That's not historically accurate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and if I'm misspeaking, that somebody y'all please uh. <laughs> Chat's amazing right now. You're making me laugh during the recording of a show. You got to stop that, okay? Um mm-hmm. but but so let's say we uh we're we're at a point now where I need to give this game a score. I'm I'm very comfortable in giving this game a score. Um It does have some downfalls, but this is my jam. It's not a perfect game, but I can't play a sniper elite game and not give it a 9. No- now, that's With true. that said, it's probably more like an eight, but I got to give it a nine. <laughs> and and to that to that point, yes, Andrew, and welcome by the way. Who doesn't love killing Hitler? I mm. mean, come on. There's a question when you're younger uh, that I remember that we we talked about maybe in my 20s. So, like, bro, if you knew you could go back in time, and you saw baby Hitler, would you try to save it, or would you try to kill it? knowing what it would turn into. No, and then I'm sweaty. <laughs> and then the argument is, well, I could try to turn it. Could you?
2: No, I'm not going to kill a baby. <laughs> exactly. That's my thing. I'm like, you know, what's going to happen. You're going to kill baby Hitler. So Hitler's parents are going to have another child and remind them that there was a man from America who came back in time and killed their his older brother. And that you should always hate Americans. And he'll you'll probably be the you know, probably say you're Jewish too, because why not? They want to put all the hatred into this kid and boom, you still get World War II and Nazis.
1: Mike, to answer your question, why everybody hates Hitler so much, it's makes it's to the make themselves feel better for double parking at a grocery store. <laughs> well, at least I'm not Hitler. <laughs> uh what? Everybody uncomfortable? Great.
0: Uh, no, I'm not uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I think that was more of a troll statement by him in the chat, um, which
1: was a troll answer.
0: Yeah, which was a troll yeah. followed by a troll answer. Um, <clears throat> he says, "Makes
1: sense." <laughs> I kind of dug. It. Wow, Charlie! Wow, think, uh, I think Hitler stole that from Charlie Chaplin, which yeah. was yeah, was a
0: travesty. And I've I've brought it's that okay, up. I don't know if on the them. podcast before. Like, none of us can have that mustache ever again. Now, ever. Not that we'd want to, but we can't. The Hitler mustache is no longer accessible for anybody without being.
1: Give it another hundred years, we'll be fine. I
0: I don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to be how that
2: works. Don't tell me I got to be honest. Shaving the down tonight. Thank you,
0: thank (laughs) you guys for
2: listening to me. Um, I guess John. I don't know how much John's played. Do you feel comfortable giving on screen?
1: I am on. I am on mission five okay do you have a score um do i have a score i'm mm -hmm.
0: now now i did say i give it an eight without i think i think
1: think it's I think an eight is fair Mm -hmm. right now
0: um
1: yeah i think an eight is fair i think the story to me is a little boring oh Um, really yeah, the cutscenes are just some like
0: yeah, the cutscenes suck. But like knowing what I'm doing, I agree. Yeah. Um,
1: and then I think some of the gunplay is tough. But I think, I think right now, I think the problem is honestly, I'm just bad at it. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, you guys, you guys, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna hide this. I was, I was asking a question before the show, and Sean said you have to wait for the noise. Which I'm completely aware of the noise, but I only thought the noise was effective to your advantage when you were stealth killing someone, like sneaking up behind them. It didn't occur to me that it could muffle out the sound of a shot. Mm-hmm. So, doy, now I'm going to go in and have a blast with Sniper Elite 5.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, and that's something they really don't, I, I don't remember if they if they glossed over it. I didn't really see it in this game, but I think if. They, I remember
1: the tutorial explaining to me that using this using cover sound helps you sneaking up on enemies. That too. And I
0: You I, took that literally. Well yeah. <laughs> As you should have. So.
1: But I think I I've, I've I've had I've I've been I've been trying to play it uh sneaking up on people and disposing of them. Mm-hmm. Um it hasn't been as fun that way. I'm just gonna be honest. It hasn't been as fun. But then, but but now I, I started the fact I started the factory level, use taking advantage of more of, of doing dude. the sniper.
0: Um, I'm so glad, I'm glad you brought up factory level.
1: Every Nazi but, game has to have a factory. Isn't it dude, crazy? That,
0: the factory level in that in this game, uh, is is got some great imagery in it. And and of course, i I forgot to mention music. The music. Got the score. The music in
1: the factory level is really good.
0: The music over I think overall the music is definitely solid. It it adds definitely to the experience and the element and the fear and the angst and anxiety that you feel. There's all kinds of stuff going on. But.
1: but I'm going to tell you, it, it's it's an eight right now. If the game by the end of the game, if I don't have a diary that Hitler accidentally autographs,
0: it's a four. four. <laughs> <laughs> well said, well said. All right, there it is, Chris, wrapped up in a button for you. You should say some things now.
2: Is there a part in the game where you wake up and, like, you've just got your holsters down, but you pick up your gun and you stretch like this for a minute, and then you bend down and pick up your cigarette with your lips and then sit in a chair and start to aim in a Nazi? Kind That'd of be like, dope. <laughs> kind of but like uh, everyone's favorite moment from uh, yeah. Schindler's List. That's but not uh, everyone's
1: favorite moment. <laughs>
2: um but no 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 i don't think i don't
1: think favorite moment and schindler's list belong in the same thought process
2: i think it's just my favorite because there was an episode of family guy where peter did it to lois while she was getting the mail <laughs> he's just right. in the upper forgot about that scene. <laughs> is this when i
0: explained to you guys i don't really watch family guy either
2: oh my god
0: oh, man yeah you wonder how i'm your friend and i wonder how i'm y'all's friends You guys want to do some news before this friendship is ruined?
2: Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. news.
0: News!
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the
0: news segment where the news team brings you the most, you know, newest and best news of all time for that week as it pertains to video gameness. Leading it off this week from an investigation standpoint is our man, John. What you got, John? Well, speaking of investigations, we particularly
1: like investigations when they're internal. After (laughs) contunding, what is wrong with me? After conducting its own internal investigation, Activision Blizzard's board of directors claims that it has found no evidence that senior leadership ignored or downplayed gender harassment. Uh, It is also urging shareholders to vote against an upcoming proposal to craft a report containing efforts to prevent abuse and harassment. According to a new SEC filing, quote, the board and its external advisors have determined that there is no evidence to suggest that Activision Blizzard senior executives ever intentionally ignored or or attempted to downplay the instances of gender harassment that occurred and were reported. That work has not unearthed any evidence directly or indirectly suggesting any attempt by any senior executive or employee to conceal information from the board. Outside advisors, after exhaustive review, also determined the board never intentionally ignored or attempted to downplay the instances of gender harassment that occurred and were reported. So one of the funnest things about this article is was the comment section or articles talking about this were the comment sections. But I think it's important to understand what the what the claim is saying versus what it's not saying. Um, And it's and it's and it's very specific and people who aren't interested in it are not going to see the specifics of it. Um, If there's any organization within the company that has an interest in getting something right, it's a board of directors of a company. I mean, these are outside shareholders who have, who have, who, who sit on other boards, who are CEOs of other companies. They don't, oftentimes they don't need this board ship in particular, but I think it's possible in this case and, and you have to be, words actually matter here. Um, the word intentionally was used on a couple of occasions in this statement. It's not to suggest that things didn't happen that shouldn't have happened. It's it's the suggestion that people in the in the top tier ignored it or tried to brush it under the rug. So you have to be careful about what it's saying versus what it's not saying. Is it true? Don't know. Take it to court. Put a microscope over it. If it's true, then it's true. But I don't want us to just I just don't want us to put a a hat on every a label on everything. That's like Fortune 200 company. Therefore, everything that comes out of their mouth is a lie. So. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't.
0: Cool. That's a good point. I'm trying to. you're, You're not wrong. And we all three work in a corporate world. So we understand the lingo to a degree. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know if this is tying in directly to to something that needed to happen and get kind of kind of wrapped up, you know, before the uh the acquisition to you know, Microsoft, like they needed they needed to be like this is this is good. We're done with this. Uh let's tighten this up. Let's run or, let's get a report from somebody who's not within the company and let's uh you know, let's get some findings on it.
2: I don't know. What do you guys do? You think there's any merit to that? Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not surprised by their findings. Um, you know, whenever these kind of reviews are done, and unless they are really done by an independent third party that has absolutely no ties, and you're you're not just trying to limit to the board, you're actually like going to look at the whole corporate co- culture and everything going on with it, right? as John said, like, it's kind of just saying like, look, we couldn't find anything directly that says, you know, some senior executive was plotting at the top of a tower saying, you know, you know, we're going to make all the women at this company suffer. Right. But it's which clear. is, which is
1: if you agree, yeah. Chris, if you would agree mm-hmm. that is the general narrative that people have in their heads about Kodak. Mm-hmm. He's this nefarious yeah. Red Skull figure at the top of a tower just, you know, twirling his fingers going, hmm, let no, me manipulate I think women.
2: The biggest thing is more so the the culture, and that's the <clears throat> thing that's damning. And I would be like, Look, you know, I kind of feel like the fact that you've had Wall Street journalists look at this and go, There are problems, and you've had state regulatory boards look at this and go, There are problems probably indicates that there are some sort of problems at Activision Blizzard, right? Um, and there are some horror stories, obviously, within there. Um, I'm just, yeah, I wasn't like, when I read this, I wasn't shocked that that was how they determined it because I was like, yeah, that's generally how these always go. <laughs> um,
1: oh, that's, you know. oh, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think, I think boards investigate internally and find damning things mm-hmm. um, all the time. I don't think that that by default, because the board internally investigated that they are by default. going to lie to you and lie to its shareholders
2: but i don't think you're Um, gonna find an investigation where it comes back and dams a whole board right like there might be an individual act that gets find out that's really bad and you know the stuff with kodak i don't know if it's necessarily as far as trying to down directly trying to downplay you know gender gaps and stuff like that but like the way he's treated his secretary and things like that direct quotes and that he's admitted to I'd be like that's harassment I don't care how you you know frame it that is a senior member of your board harassing his secretary because he didn't like the way she performed and said some things that I would say if if my executive said that I would be pretty much going to the press probably too you know that's just the way I would do it because I'd be like this this is kind of messed up um that it just because this person's a rich person, they're allowed to talk this way to me, you know, just because they're my boss. It's like you could be critical of my work without, like, saying I'm going to kill you um, and that kind of stuff. So that's where I I, I, t- would say.
1: I take it. You're not exposed to a lot of people in the C-suite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not I mean, surprised. My Look, point, my it, point, it, is, yeah, my point is my point is someone in the C-suite in, in, in the C-suite codec is not unique. Yeah. What he did I is agree. not unique. And what he did it, within the C-suite, within that type of mentality, it's not even condemned. Hmm. I think people I think people have made much ado about nothing uh with that little incident about something he said to a secretary. I really think that that I look at that and I go yeah. okay.
2: I guess. So I mean, he
1: so he in the moment blew up because he was ticked off about something at his secretary.
2: Well, I think that okay. just speaks to the bigger problem, which is that if you're a person It speaks power, to a bigger problem, but it yeah. doesn't
1: speak to a problem of coding. That's my point. Well, I
2: think – no, I think it does because Codec, as you said, like to me, he's not much different than they are like a lot of our people. I'm not saying every but person. I, but that, I
1: think we're saying the same thing. To zone in on Kodak, meaning he's the, meaning we think we think of it him being the exception to the rule. Yeah, like Phil Spencer wouldn't do something like
2: that. I mean, he could have. Spencer
1: would do something like that.
2: I don't know if he'd make a death threat, but you know, if it comes up, then I would, I'll you know evaluate that at the time. But again, and then it's just it's the bigger things, right? It's just going like to me, it's not about a direct thing. It's it's about the culture of your company to mm-hmm. me, you know, and it does a, not it does yeah. not
1: absolve the culture of the company. And that's yeah. the important
2: thing. If you're the CEO, the buck stops with you, that kind of lingo is that we always hear. Um, to me with Kodak, this happened under your watch. There mm-hmm. you just can't change those facts. You should have a better understanding of what's going on in your company. If you don't, it's on you because you apparently didn't want to look. You know, you you would rather just care about the numbers than actually maybe Hear complaints or have a system set up so that people who are of less power feel comfortable that they can make complaints and not feel like it's going to come back to bite them. And that's generally when these problems arise, right? You know, is when someone feels like, you know, famously we had like Fox News where for years it seemed to be a problem. And what was the problem? The guy who was at the top was the big problem. And, you know, Therefore, no one wanted to challenge him because they knew what the repercussions were for their own careers if they did so. Um, And I'm not saying he's Roger Ailes, but, you know, it's still it's the same mindset to me when you have these kind of problems. Mm
1: -hmm. It's it's quite the dogma,
2: Uh,
0: you know, it is a dogma. Speaking of something that just arises, this kind of arose out of seemingly nowhere, even though we all anticipated it. Uh, And that is, of course, Dragon Dogma 2. Capcom has announced, yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2, which makes me very happy. Hideaki Itsuno, the director of the original game, made the announcement at the end of the 10-year anniversary live stream. Uh, had a pretty dope shirt on as well. The game is being developed using the RE engine, but no further information was given. Itsuno is best known for his work on the Devil May Cry series. Dragon's Dogma has earned a lot of fans over the years, even though it was not commercially successfully... I just read things as they're typed with Capcom's winning streaks over the last few years. It's a better time than any to bring
2: the series back. And I agree wholeheartedly. It'll be interesting I was to big... see if that will happen. What? If they'll, um, well, I mean uh, like what the scope of this is going to be is going to be a really big release. Like, is it going to get the Devil May Cry treatment type thing, you know, funding, or is it going to be a smaller project?
0: It should, man, because the premise behind this game was dope. Mm-hmm. There's dragons, you know?
2: <laughs> and there's dogma about those dragons. And dragmas. swords and stuff.
0: It was good yeah. stuff. You know, um, we we should, just like they did, we should just leave that conversation open. It's dragons dogma, too. It's coming, hopefully. I
2: love like a zone. Smoking.
1: I love some good dogma
0: end zones. I
2: love a good zone. (laughs) I like end zones too, especially for my commanders, but Sonic frontiers has got open zones. That's a football reference, John, that he just did. Yep. Football. Sonic frontiers will be the first new 3d Sonic since 2017. Sonic forces. The new game (laughs) will be the first to feature a vast and freely explorable world Many fans have been left confused on what open zone actually means. According to director Morio Kishimoto, that was a good attempt, right? You did it, man. All right. Thank you. Level based platformers often have a world map. Our open zone is a world map. Only we've made it entirely playable, a playable world map that includes state lake elements is something that hasn't really been done before. So we've had to come up with a new frame. What is often defined as a world in an other level based platformers is called a zone in Sonic games. So we took that and combined it with open, which refers to freely uh explorable field so that's what open zone stands for i feel like this is a terrible explanation (laughs) and in in reading it and i think it the easiest thing in my mind that i got is that this is going to be like something like uh dragon age inquisition you're going to have large open zones that are kind of their own thing and then you'll go to another zone there'll be a short loading screen and then you'll have a new open zone that you can run around and do things in you know i don't expect
1: well i think it's i think it's I think it's simply they're just calling it yeah. open, open zone instead of open world. It's like, okay, so Super Mario World has world one, one, world one, two, world one, mm-hmm. three. In a Sonic game, how do they, what are they called? They're zones. called zones. Yeah. It's really that simple. It doesn't mean anything specific. It just means zones, a zone and a world are interchangeable in this guy's mind. That's what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's, I hope that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: I've heard uh mixed things from those who got to play it at a summer games fest. So mm-hmm. we'll see.
1: Um, oh, people actually got to play it.
2: Yeah. It was funny too, because it was the only game at the fest that had an embargo and was only by appointment. And I guess apparently people were there. It was a very large room about 20 minutes in, they started to realize, Oh, they're playing Sonic over there. So people are trying to record it from afar. So eventually they started picking up and moving big, like plant trees, <laughs> like, you know, potted plant trees over, like ferns and stuff to try to block the oh, view. Okay. So people couldn't record it <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But are yeah. People,
1: are, are people generally negative about the game or have they been allowed to say
2: yet? I think, yeah, there's a bunch of, like, a lot of Pierce has given her a tank. Uh, kind of funny did on that. Um, it seems to be, like I said, something mixed where they're hopeful, but and there's some cool stuff to it. But at the same time, it looks like it could be a um, <coughs> a tragedy on wheels waiting to happen. You know, we'll see. Did you say a lot of Pierce? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, good stuff. Sean um, that
0: name. Yeah, <laughs> I like when you're very direct, you know, in terms of when you bring up of Pierce, it makes me happy. Yeah.
1: Especially this week. <laughs> Speaking of direct. And this week. Huh? Nintendo a Nintendo Direct is coming, but it's not what you think. well, wah, wah, wah. Still gonna be pretty dope though. Is um, it? Nintendo has announced that a Nintendo Direct will stream on Wednesday and will focus on Xenoblade Chronicles 3. The stream will air at 7 a.m., my god. That's weird. 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, and will be roughly 20 minutes long. That's a nice link. Uh, so, uh, this comes as a mixed bag. On one hand, fans should be excited for learning about a new anticipated title for Nintendo Switch. However, this leaves many scratching their heads wondering if they will be receiving the traditional June Nintendo Direct which we'll talk about the next 10 months of Nintendo's plans. My guess is no, guys. Probably not. So Metroid Prime 4 is not a thing.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's uh, just...
1: Cause, Breath of the Wild 2 is fake.
2: What do we have <laughs> for the rest of this year from them? We have... Um,
1: Platoon, Xenoblade. I sir? mean, we have a good
2: Wii, as if I own the
1: place. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a good lineup in the, in, in the for the rest of the year. I think Um,
2: maybe it's their sign of like, you shouldn't be expecting a lot besides what we've already announced for the remainder of this year, you know, and
0: that'd be mean
2: and hardcore. No, it just might be like, Hey, we're going to do this and then we're going to do something in like October or whatever that will preview the first half of next year. And, you know, we'll have more to discuss then, which is kind of the theme for everyone right now (laughs) on 90% of things.
1: I think they have a lot to show, I, but I guess it's, I'm like, so, I mean, there's rumors of a Metroid Prime remake. There's rumors of um, Zelda uh, we uh, Wind Waker and all this stuff coming out. I just, I find it odd that they're not talking at all. I feel like, I feel like they're, uh, I feel like they've got more planned and I just want what I want. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme, gimme, gimme now.
0: You know, uh, you could sign a deal with the devil and get what you wanted.
1: That's awesome.
0: Or you could just play Diablo Immortal like everybody else in the world did. And they made a gajillion dollars off of it. Let's talk about it. Diablo Immortal is off to a strong start with the game earning $24 million. Million? Million? in the two weeks of its release. In addition, the game has been downloaded more than five million times. Uh, the US has accounted for 26% of all global downloads and 43% of the revenue. So we like to be a quarter of the people and spend half of the money. What? Many people have praised the gameplay while also criticizing the microtransaction setup, as well as the beta version of the game on PC which uh, blows which you blows per John here at WGC Chris you've played this game right
2: Yeah a little bit um I'm good <laughs>
0: John did you buy this game you did get this game
1: Yeah I'm not good um
0: you love this game
1: Well the mobile the mobile version is quite good mm-hmm. the PC version um blows chunks it just it is just a choppy mess and i don't understand it i guess i guess you know maybe i should just cool my jets a little bit about it i mean i'm sure they i'm sure they whipped up the beta in the last six months if i were to guess and it's not good and they're working on it they took
0: the little file why am i so sleepy all of a sudden they took the file they put it on a thumb drive drag and, and like, drop
1: drag and they're, drop
0: they were like just drag and drop we gotta work on this beta right now for the pc we got six months you know i mean
1: it when it, when you're not when your character's not moving it looks great it looks like diablo 3 but as soon as you start moving it's like the frame rate dips to two chris do you, is, did you experience that at all or what was your issue you say you're good
2: I'm just good in what? the sense of, like, once I read how it's going to go further along, I was like, I, I don't see the point in progressing. Like, okay. I, I, I have no doubt that it could be a fun ride, right? Like, you know, the grind to 50 and all that. But to me, a Diablo game is about its end game. And if you're telling me that after I do X number of dungeons, my probability for legendary drops is going to go to pretty much negligent, you know, like it's not happening in any way possible form. Why? Why am I doing it? You know when well, I could well, go well, play for the time being I could go play Diablo 3 and get that fix that is consistently rewarding me right and then wait till next spring now as as unless something changes but they've told me it's coming in the next spring uh Diablo 4 and I'll go do that you know it just doesn't seem like it's worth my time I mean I, I wish yeah, I knew uh,
1: I thought the issues were the gems specifically. Like you're not prevented from leveling up past Paragon.
2: (laughs) No, there was... You um, do
1: all that. It's just that I I don't know why that was funny. I read an article...
2: I left acid. uh, I read an article that basically was talking about how there's unspoken um, (laughs) kind of free caps, if you will, for if you're not buying and, and things like that, right, which is basically... After doing certain number of activities that you can do, like you get about three of them a day that you can do. And then no matter what the activity, the the roles just completely drop down as far as what your rewards are going to be, because what's their goal? Their goal, obviously, is to get you into the shop and to spend money. And it's twenty four million dollars. Um, you know, the thing I'd be interested with this, though, I'm interested. to. So that's the first two weeks. I'd like to know what the next four weeks of revenue after that are. Because that will tell you something as far as like what's the legs on this? Is this just people up front and spending and trying to figure out things, and then they get pissed off and they're done, you know? Or is it really just a thing where it it make it sucks people in and they they unload their life savings trying? To- hey, I know when I'm sucked in, I'm unloaded. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? what?
1: <laughs> but
2: yeah, you know.
0: I yeah. tell you this much, Chris.
2: It kind of hurts me that you're not playing Diablo anymore.
0: It's I kind of look at you as like a Diablo. Uh,
2: I, I mean, it is one of my favorite series of all time. Yeah. Yeah, there's no question. And I do not get me wrong. I know some people have been hyper critical of the way Diablo 4 works or looks and all that kind of stuff, but I'm in my mind, I'm going, this is probably going to be broken to some extent because all Diablos are broken at launch and it's going to get better and better. And it's going to be exactly the game that I love playing. You know, um, so we'll see.
1: I got uh, to Google RL swipe. sideswipe you
0: quiet? Because Acid said he'd plan that instead of this.
2: Rocket
1: League is on backwards today. It's Rocket yeah, it's, League
0: side swipe. Yes, yeah, Rocket League, dude. RL is Rocket League. Yeah. What's a um, side swipe mean? It means from the side is swiped.
2: It's like a movement you make on your How phone. bad do you It's hate a mobile me. game.
0: You hate me so bad instantly, but then you get over it because it's fine.
2: You know who mm-hmm. I don't hate? Uh, yeah, that guy, Todd Howard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know why? Because Fallout Five is officially yeah, it's uh, like it was officially confirmed and stuff. War never changes, gentlemen. Todd Howard has confirmed that Fallout Five will be Bethesda Game Studios' next game after The Elder Scrolls Six, with John and Sean likely being in their fifties when it releases. You're not wrong, uh, according to Todd Howard. Yes, Elder Scrolls 6 is in pre-production. You know we're going to be doing Fallout 5 after that. So our slate's pretty full going forward for a while. We have some other projects that we look at from time to time as well. Um, So let's see. If Starfield comes out 2023, I'm going to be generous and say that Elder Scrolls probably comes out in 2026. Which probably puts Fallout Five on track for 2029, is what I would guess. But it's nice to know. Um, Good God! I think though, like 29. Honestly, oh, I feel so old. We're not this show's not going to be on that long. You don't know that. We're going for years. We're going to be like the the Today Show a <laughs> podcast. I don't know, but um, I think though, hearing that, it does. Like there's part of me that's wondering if now with Obsidian being acquired by Microsoft is, you know, they've been doing a Avowed and I'm sure Microsoft, unless there's just huge problems, would let them finish a Valve. But I feel like after a Valve is done or some other team from them uh, mm-hmm. is going to be making a new Fallout, New Vegas game or a different Fallout game altogether. Right. Because I think. Microsoft waiting nine years to release <laughs> a uh, <laughs> or I'm sorry, six years to uh, six or seven years to release a uh, a new fallout game. is just it, it's not happening. If I'm them, I want them out as soon as possible. I want a new fallout game every three years. It, same with Elder Scrolls, honestly.
0: I'm going to be 50 when fallout five comes out,
2: dude. Yeah, but you yeah. don't play fallout.
0: Yeah, because it's a terrible game. You know what is? Huh? You just what don't is? understand it. Fallout the series in general, all Ooh. of them. Hey, Sean, huh? tonight,
2: tonight, you want to play yeah. Fallout? Seventy uh, yeah. six. I'm in, dude. I like that's the one you guys are going for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, dude. This game is amazing. This is the <laughs> best game. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys could get ah, Ryan Line no. for uh, the Pit DLC that's about to drop. Yeah,
0: that's going to be their new update, right?
2: Yeah. Speaking it's of updates.
0: Is this me? Yeah, yeah, it's you. It's, it explains the pause in between the pivot. Yes, you that's you. Final, <laughs> f- What is,
1: oh my God. I think I'm having an anger. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final <laughs> Fantasy <VII>. 7. <laughs> I'm about to pass out. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> if I can get cloud
2: with a fanny pack now. Oh, oh my god! My fanny 7. sunshine.
1: <laughs> hey, it's sunshine. Uh, he just he shot off my helmet again, silly fellow. That crazy guy. He's there he running. is. He's running. He's running. There's no, not a shadow.
0: That guy.
1: <laughs> sunshine. Final Fantasy 7 updates. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth was revealed in a brand new trailer. Oh my God. Alongside new information that Rebirth would be the second in what is now a three-part trilogy from Square Enix. Uh, this new chapter in the trilogy will be released in winter 2023. Winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Rebirth seemingly diverts from the plot of Final Fantasy 7 following remake. For example, the trailer revealed Zach Fair of Crisis Core fame. In addition, spin-offs have been announced to include what's the matter, Chris? Did I say it wrong?
2: No, you say it right. It's okay. not your fault.
1: Have yeah. been announced to include <laughs> Ever Crisis, Final Soldier, a Battle Royale, and even more promised to come. Never let it be said that Square Enix would not take advantage of something so perfect and just completely screw it up
2: yeah um i'm not shocked that it showed zach because that was kind of a big thing in the first one um mm. but i this is what you get when you put someone from kingdom hearts in charge of things they can't <laughs> just make the remake nope nope gotta have 90 mm, <laughs> things be put, pulled in from everywhere else because you know I just want to go to Calm and to the Golden Saucer. That's all I want. Get on a freaking Chocobo. uh, That's not the only Final Fantasy news, though, guys. (laughs) Uh,
0: Apparently, uh, this is breaking news per Punk hit. Uh, John, I don't know if this was the time and place for this, but Final Fanny 7, uh, available only to you on OnlyFans with Spooky. P is also going to
2: be released here soon.
1: (laughs) This fanny is final.
2: Hey, so I feel bad. Before we do this last one, um, MPD came out this week. Mm-hmm. Should we highlight that? No, because yeah, that's sure. going to be on next oh, week's
1: yeah. news. I mean, if, okay.
2: Oh, it came out like early last week. So that's why I was like, I get it. you know, Why is was, your voice all super deep right now? I don't know. Did I,
1: did I, did I, <laughs> did I miss it? Did yeah. you miss
0: MPDs?
2: I, ba- I I barely remembered it. Like at the last, like I was like, oh yeah, didn't MPD come out? I was like, we haven't had that in a while, have we? but um, let's see here's your top 10 games uh for last month in may Wait, did you just hijack a, a topic i did pokemon legends <laughs> arceus was at 10 Gran turismo 7 at 9 mario kart 8 at 8 hey that's fitting call of duty vanguard coming at 7 kirby in the forgotten land saying strong at the number six position uh mlb the show at number five The only new game in the top 10 here, Evil Dead, the game at number four. Nintendo Switch Sports at three. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga at two. And your number one game shouldn't be too much of a shock uh, is Elden Ring. Wait a Um, minute. I forgot that I had Lego Star Wars, the saga. And apparently uh, at number (laughs) 20 this month was the Elder Scrolls Skyrim, which has marked its first appearance on this list since 2017. Um, as far as, let me see. Just trying to see the console stuff real quick. They've got it. Uh, May, consumer spend, uh, spending fell 19% compared to a year ago to $3.7 billion. Uh, this is the lowest monthly spending total the industry has achieved since February, 2020. Um, let's see. Do they have stuff on consoles on here? anywhere? I guess not. Doesn't look like they do. I'm not seeing anything on consoles. Shame. But oh well. Yeah, there you go. Sure. There's, there's sure. your top 10. Oh, wait. Is this a different one that has the stuff? Chris, Switch, you're
0: totally christened this up right now. Why are we diving in
2: deep analytics of the NPDs? Because,
0: I love is a verb.
2: Yeah. <laughs> because I just wanted to report to you that Nintendo Switch was, again, the best-selling console in dollar sales and individual units sold. The Series XS consoles were second place in both units sold and dollar sales, with the PS5 coming in third. So there you go. That's well, you it,
0: can't find a PS5 because all the bots take them. Right. The Series X and S's, they're, they're totally like, you know, everybody's making it. We're like, hey, you can have it for two years for $20, $30 a month, which is fantastic.
2: I, I've noticed, like, it seems like with Best Buy there to a point now where it's like, hey, you know, if you order it today here on the 21st, right, they'll be like, it'll be here by 710 for you to pick up at the store. Because that's how Josh got his... And Chris does love data with a capital D. He does. He does. (laughs) Uh, I totally got
0: Chris earlier today, too, when I simply asked about who had, when I think of people with teeth that have grills like diamonds or whatever on their teeth, who's the first person you think of? One friend gave me one answer. Chris gave me 14.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Lil Wayne, no wait. Lil John, no wait. Master P, no wait. (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh i went with the first answer from my first friend which is paul wall but speaking of paul wait that's no that's not a good pivot we have arrived at finally this month and to make it official (laughs) finally this month finally this month we're done we know we got an episode next week (laughs) uh yeah if if you i I do want to point out because john totally didn't do that if you're watching the nintendo direct you've probably already downloaded our show and we tell you it was Wednesday, but you know it's Wednesday when you hear this. So,
2: <laughs> me this way.
0: we have arrived at the land of finalness. And while you may leave this podcast and worry about your, your beloved Chris, I tell you what, you can do that. But who you don't need to worry about is Chris Pratt. That's right. You should worry that about that. That
2: Chris me. Pratt. Huh? <laughs> I said you should worry about me. Everyone should worry about me. That's
0: what I said. You can you can yeah, you can I worry know. about you. I was but green. not Chris Pratt. Oh, that was an agreement. I don't know how that works. We usually don't. Wait, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. Um Illumination Studios CEO Chris Melindandry. Good job. We said that. Noah, I'm giving you a five out of five on that. <laughs> has assured Mario fans that Chris Pratt's Mario voice isn't that bad. Here's the quote. When people hear Chris Pratt's performance, the criticism will evaporate. Maybe not entirely. People love to voice opinions as they should. I see what he did there. Um, I'm not sure this is the smartest defense, but as a person who has Italian-American heritage, I feel I can make that decision without worrying about offending Italians or Italian Americans. I think we're going to be just fine. We cover that accent in the movie, so you'll see we definitely nod to that. But that's not the tenor of the performance throughout the film. And that is the end of the quote and the end of news. So we can get some thoughts going on. Are we going to really care how it sounds? I say we would care if it was bad. I
2: don't care. I mean, Chris Pratt's fine as a voice actor chris
0: Chris pratt's gonna be fine but i mean like if the if somebody did voices of of something it was bad you would know it
2: yeah look if you told me john Raffio was gonna be the voice of freaking sonic name drop like i would have been like no there's no way i can see that working but it did work it worked perfectly fine you know, So now I hear Sonic and then sometimes I hear, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, and they're the same person and it's totally fine. And I'm fine with that. Fine. I'm going to say fine. fine a few more times. Yeah,
0: I, I, I'm still, I'm simply worried about this movie only because its predecessor from the, was it the 80s or 90s, was a piece of you know what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was terrible. But Nintendo did that with a lot of properties back then. They made them very weird. For money. So, so Are we, hey, we going to officially go see this movie together?
2: Sure. We have to. Yeah, I'll definitely see a Mario movie. It's probably going to be the topic for that week. <laughs> probably. Adventure, I guess. Weekly news chat about movies. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, man? As much as I love Chris Pratt. Do you think we should wrap this up? Uh, Never. Pull out, pull out, pull out. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just to be safe.
1: Electronic mail
2: from the future. All the way from the year three thousand.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived to my favorite part of the show because this is where you basically carry the load for us. We call it the news. Wait, no, we call it the email section. Uh, but it's not just emails. We start off with emails and we go into other things. But if you do want to send us an email, guess what? You can. We'll. Most likely read it. Uh, we're on we're on the Google server. That's a Gmail server, so you can do it weekly games chat at gmail dot com. I'm not going to read this email. It's going to be one of you boys, um, but go ahead and read both of them because we're going to highlight Harrison's emails this week.
1: Chris, read both of them.
0: Do <laughs> do John a solid.
1: Okay. You know?
2: For the record, this was sent from my iPhones, 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 iPhone. Just want to be nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey network. guys. Hey. How are you? I mean, I'm swell, I think. I caught Sean's DJ stream on Wednesday while I was gaming and I was going to take a picture, but I was raided in game and didn't have time to pause the stream. So Sean was my soundtrack while I defended all my belongings. That's hype. You know the funny thing for your stream was, Sean? What? So you. You know, like on our discord, whenever one of us goes live, it puts a little image up, you know, like, Hey, yeah. you know, DJ, hey, it's live. And then at the same time, Sean posts a picture of himself getting ready to DJ. If I don't know, if this is the same for everyone, but for me, I have your picture of you taking the picture like of yourself. And then the preview image is literally you framing the picture with your hand. Really? Into it. Yeah. <laughs> It was like,
0: mm. I've wondered, I wondered if everybody sees those differently. Cause I see when I finally go in our chat, mm-hmm. I see the, the stream is ended picture. Okay. Yeah. So now I normally don't see it till the end. So I think it, that's weird. That's pretty cool though. You should have screen cap that.
2: I might still have it. I'll, 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 do it and maybe I'll put it in the discord later. Um, for, but, yeah. See. I, uh, you
0: tried to tell me exactly what happened. Uh, but that, so I see what happened now. You got rated, which by the way, Poggers for that, like getting rated is cool. Um, and then I'm, I'm back there jamming cause you're listening to me and you're, you're doing the thing. So that's cool. But again, thank you for the support. Thank you for, for that. Uh, and then, that's cool.
2: um, we also, he had a follow-up that just said pork taco Sean gets it with a scream cap and, uh, looks like he's got a pork taco in his hand while he watches yeah. Sean play some sniper elite. So that's, yeah, nice. the tacos,
0: I asked him if, I think if they were homemade or shredded, and he said both, and I completely missed what I'd asked officially. So those look good.
2: Is this? Those look good. Do I need to yell at our community again? Is it about that time? Well, I mean, we got we got one person that sent two
0: emails. There one was person. nothing in the Discord. Yeah, this the Discord is I think we're we'll about to shut it down because Yeah. I'll yeah. Sh- I'll delete You see how Papa Chris gets? You see I'll, how it gets? I will
2: delete everything you will (laughs) he will that dude he got rid of half of our episodes i will delete everything you will just get a good old-fashioned audio podcast every wednesday and that's it i'm gonna delete too. that
0: you can calm down because punkhead has come through for us oh okay everything's fine so we're gonna pivot to our discord channel which by the way you know be a part of come come be cool Let, let us welcome you uh you can see things like our general chat which blows up with cool things Uh, There's even a section that's for the movie critics and also some, um, let's say you missed a topic and you wanted to see what we talked about it. We got an archive section. How cool is that? Shout out to everybody, uh, Sugar, who runs our Discord channel. Uh, But Punkhead writes in today in the email section of of Discord. It says, watching John let out the dogs and the cat and just now was amazing. Better than watching traffic on stop sign cam on Twitch. John, you're watchable. You could be trending. That's all I do for OnlyFans. I thought all you did was win, 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 no matter what. That too. Oof. So let's pivot to our social media that we actually partake in, and that is the Twitter. We are at Weekly Games Chat on the Twitter. Uh, And let's see, I think we had some mention, so let's see what all this is about. Oh, uh, I mentioned that this would have been a good time to bring it up as well last uh sunday was father's day so uh we definitely wished everybody a uh, happy father's day and uh andrew andrew underscore beowulf said to you guys as well uh thank you so much for that um and let's see what this is so uh a a twitter user at gene park said thinking about listening to more podcasts as podcasts not youtube videos what's your favorite gaming podcast to which at john matthewson love me at weekly games chat so thank you right there for spreading the love we appreciate that um i'm gonna check our dms let's see if anybody slid in there so because that's the thing no no nobody did um so we're gonna go to our home we're gonna see if we got any new followers we may or may not i don't know you know i think we're caught up we're good to go and uh where's chris i need to see and, and look at him and give him a an understanding of what's about to happen yeah (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 361. And we talked about Sniper Elite 5. How cool was that? Thank you to everybody who watched us on Twitch.tv. And and hopefully people join you in the future. If you want to send us an email, make sure weeklygameschat at gmail.com if you want to interact with us on twitter we're at weekly game chat don't forget about our discord server wherever you get our podcast please leave us a rating you know at least four stars that helps other people find us and and see that we're the world's most okayest podcast uh i've now looked at my buddy chris and john and and i do this every week and they do it back and i'll say game on to chris and john
2: game on john game on sean Game on Chris and
0: Sean. Peace out everybody. Your mom's box.
1: Well out. I mean Doug Life.